I'm so glad that you have joined us for this edition of the School of Faith. This is Apostle Paul Young. My goal is to teach believers how to walk by faith, live by faith, fight the good fight of faith, and overcome by faith. This is possible for you, but you have to learn what faith is, how it works, and most important, how you are to apply it in your everyday life. Now let's go into our School of Faith session for today. Hello and welcome once again to the School of Faith. So glad you're joining us, whether you're joining us on, <clears throat> on video, whether YouTube or Rumble, or you're joining us on the podcast. We are, we're just excited that you're here today. <clears throat> and we are again looking into areas of faith. That's what School of Faith is all about. <clears throat> Recently, I taught a series here in the sanctuary at Word of Life, and it's called To See or Not to See. And I went into some areas that I don't think I've covered on the School of Faith. Now, <clears throat> we've had a lot of teaching on the School of Faith, but this is going to add to it. It's going to help you. It's going to bless you. So you can just look at the, the title of this particular session to know which number it is and where you're at in the order, but that'll be easy to figure out. You don't want to miss one of these sessions in the School of Faith. So let's go into the sanctuary right now and pick up the word. <laughs> Get a hold of your Bibles. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Tonight I will be taught the word of God. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. Because I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans chapter 3. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3 and verse number 27. <clears throat> this is our anchor scripture for this series. Romans 3, 27, where is boasting then? It is, it is excluded by what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. <clears throat> I've entitled this series, Faith 101. We are getting <clears throat> a review, a new instruction, a reminder of the old instructions, <clears throat> this this could actually do both of those things during this series <clears throat> because uh, every time I teach and preach on faith, there's more. There's more. That's what it, I, I am excited about the word because there is always more. <clears throat> no matter how many times I have preached on this subject, and that has been a lot, seeing how I, I teach and preach on faith almost every time I go to a Bible school. Almost every time. <clears throat> every time I go to Mexico, and I'll be going to Mexico again in May. And by the way, I already just we just set those dates. <clears throat> and uh, about half the time when I'm in Thailand, I'm teaching on faith. And I'll tell you today, I, I, know, I know more about faith. fact is, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, Keith Moore said this. He said, 
if you want to get further revelation on a subject, he was talking to pastors, he said, preach on it. And as you preach on it, God's going to give you further revelation. <clears throat> He's going to give you, and the Bible calls it utterance. God will give you utterance. When you start preaching on the word, God will start giving you revelation and <clears throat> anointing and start bringing stuff out. And this happens every time I preach on something that I've already preached on. It's like, I'll be preaching long ago. I didn't know that. That's good. I think I'll believe that. I think I'll take that. <clears throat> Amen? All right. So the law of faith. <clears throat> My experience has been a lot of Christians have no clue what the law of faith is. They think faith is just Christian faith. But that's not the way the word faith is used in the Bible 95 or 98% of the time. <clears throat> when, when the Bible talks about faith, it's talking about the law of faith, <clears throat> what faith is and how it works. So you, the first thing people want to know is what is it? How, do, how does it work? Well, that's getting the cart ahead of the horse. <clears throat> we, we have to start first with why faith is. We need to understand <clears throat> the why of faith. Do you ever have somebody tell you how to do something, but you had no idea why you were doing it? Come on. <clears throat> somebody said, you, you went to work at a place, and they said, okay, I want you to do this over here. <clears throat> take this, put it in there, take that, put it over there. And you thought, why? Why? What's the point? This is like, I'm wasting my time and my life doing something that has no point. <clears throat> you know, if somebody says, take those bricks and move them over there. And then you get them over there and they say, take those bricks and move them back over here. And you start going, what? That's where they were to start with. What is going on here? And <clears throat> see, if you don't have the why, you get frustrated and you'll quit. <clears throat> but you say, well, why would somebody just have you move bricks to there and then move it back to here? Very possibly, they're trying to get you into shape for doing some serious brick moving. And if you can't even move them from here to there and there to here and without passing out and suffering from dehydration and need food, you're in trouble. Because maybe what they got to do is a lot of, lot of bricks for a long ways and they need you in shape and they're trying to help you get your body ready for something. Now, if you know that why, then moving the bricks from here to there and there to here, all of a sudden this starts to make sense. It's not about the bricks. It's about me getting in shape. Amen? <clears throat> now, the same thing is true with faith. Why faith is? <clears throat> well, we learned already, because we've been on this a couple sessions already, we learned <clears throat> that Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, that right there alone is the, the greatest why of faith. And people yet, people still, they lose sight of this. <clears throat> the reason you need to walk by faith and you need to believe God and act on that faith and work it and work it and work it is not for you. 
Yes, it will bless you. Yes, it will help you. Yes, it will bring healing. Yes, it will bring finances. Yes, it will bring answers. But the answer is not what it's all about. If you get fixated on the answer, it will be very easy to discourage you. It will be very easy to get you to, to faint, quit, give up, stop walking by faith. Because for crying out loud, I haven't got my answer. I've been believing for this for months, and I haven't got no answer. Oh, man, that don't work. Wait, 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 wait. You, if that is ever you, you have forgotten the why of faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's more important that you please God than it is that you get an answer. Now, see, that takes some maturity. To get a hold of yourself by the nap of the neck, sometimes you've got to grab yourself. You know how you grab a kitten? You grab it by the nap of the neck or a dog? You know, the scruff of the neck and you grab it up. <clears throat> there's there's a, a mechanism in both kittens and dogs that when they, you get, grab them up by the scruff of the neck, they just go like this and they stop fighting. Because <clears throat> that's how their mom or, de- you know, the, the, their mom packs them around if they're going to do something. And uh, sometimes you need to grab yourself by the scruff of the neck. <clears throat> you need to grab your mind. And tell your mind, because your mind starts crying, because you don't have an answer yet. Mind, shut up. I'm walking by faith, and it's pleasing God. See, who's more important in this walk of faith thing? You or God? You say God. Because of what I just said. (laughs) But yet, so often people, when they're walking by faith, are so focused on, I need an answer. Come on, you know, y'all been there. Maybe you're there right now. I need an answer. Well, let me tell you something. If you... Believe today and get an answer tomorrow. That means you walked in faith for a whole 24 hours. You please God for 24 hours. <clears throat> if, you, if you believe today and you don't get an answer for 30 days, then you have pleased God for 30 days. And you get an answer. Now, which is better? See, your mind and your flesh wants to say, what's better is is the 24-hour one because I got it quick. But wait a minute. If you were were standing in faith for a month, you were pleasing God. We have to decide, is it better to please God or please me? Whoa. (laughs) That's one that's a little tough for a lot of people. But see, 
when you know the why of faith, that it is so you can please the almighty, everlasting, eternal God who has redeemed you. <clears throat> you get that down in your heart and you get that renewed into your mind <clears throat> and you it will help you to stop griping when it doesn't happen as quick as you think it should. <clears throat> now, I have, personally, I have received, I don't know, I, I haven't kept track of it, <clears throat> probably thousands of answers. But then, again, there are some things I've been believing for over 30 years, 35 years, things I've been believing. God told me, I believe his promise. I believe it. It will manifest at some point. When is that point? See, the natural mind would say, isn't 35 years long enough? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> but not everything is that way. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Aren't you glad everything doesn't take 35 years? <clears throat> I'm glad we got some answers, a lot of answers along the way. But sometimes there are some things that take a, while, take a while. It's okay. It's okay. I have been pleasing God for 35 years on some things. Because I still believe what he said. I'm still looking and I'm still expecting. And still, no, it will happen. Exactly like he told me. Hallelujah. <clears throat> See, when you know the why of faith... It helps you in your fight of faith and in your walk of faith. Very important. <clears throat> now, we saw that. We found that <clears throat> through faith, you were saved. If faith wasn't there, you couldn't get saved. And it's going to be through faith you're going to receive from God. <clears throat> That's why it's important. Uh, we, we read the verses that the just shall live by faith. The just, that's you and me, the justified, shall live. It didn't say might. It didn't say it was optional. It said the way we are supposed to live is by faith. <clears throat> now, we haven't got into the what of faith yet. We haven't defined it. We haven't gotten yet into the how. How, do, how does it work? How do I, what do I do to have this working in my life? We haven't got there yet. But we need to understand <clears throat> that it is the direction and the command of God for every believer to live. Not to, not to <clears throat> do something in faith once in a while. You know, you live by breathing. Anybody thinks you don't live by breathing, hold your breath. You cannot breathe for the next half hour. <laughs> now, if you do that, you're going to pass out here on your seat. You're going to flop on over, and then your breathing will pick up again. And when you sit up, we're going to say, that was stupid. <laughs> you knew better than that. <laughs> That's why nobody's doing it, right? I don't see anybody turning blue here. <clears throat> no. No, you know. You live physically by breathing and eating. So if it's what you live by, 
you got to take care of that. You got to have water. You got to have food. You got to have air. Amen. It's just how we are supposed to live naturally. But when it comes to our walk with God and the realm of the spirit, because you are a spirit being, you need to live on purpose in the realm of the spirit. Too many believers, it's an accident what happens in the spirit for their life. They don't know what happened. They don't know how it happened. <clears throat> they, they just, well, it's, they are amazed if God did something. <clears throat> See, when you're walking by faith, you are not amazed. You are thankful because you expect it. You expect God to show up. You expect the manifestation of the promise. You, you know God is going to show up. I don't know when. I don't know what day, what hour. But it's, it's, it's on its way. I am on a collision course with the answer of God in my life. Hallelujah. Now, the just shall live by faith. And then we found out the only fight you're supposed to fight is the fight of faith. You're not supposed to fight the devil. Stop that. Do not fight the devil. You can step on the devil. You can cast out the devil. You can put him under your feet. You, you can resist him, but you don't fight him. <clears throat> you use your authority and tell him where to go and how to get there. Out of my house. Go now. Amen? That's what you're supposed to do. But the fight is the fight of faith. <clears throat> now, that, it is a fight at times. Come on. <clears throat> to keep your mind under control. Because your mind wants to look at the circumstance and say, it ain't working. It, oh, oh, yeah, ah. Shut up, mind. You're not in control. So you need to rise up in your spirit. Tell your mind what it's going to do. <clears throat> Let me rephrase that. You need to rise up in your spirit and command your mind what it will or will not think on. That's a fear thought. I refuse that. No, I don't think on things of fear. <clears throat> that's a lack thought. No, that's not allowed. <clears throat> what am I going to think on? Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things, <clears throat> if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. See, if it doesn't meet the criteria, it gets booted. You have to train your mind to do that. If you don't train your mind, your mind will be undisciplined. And an undisciplined mind will always fight you on faith. Because faith doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> because faith and sense are not the same. Faith is in the realm of the spirit. Faith is in your heart. Because it's a spiritual quality. It's a spiritual thing. Senses, feel, touch, taste, smell, what my mind picks up. <clears throat> I look out here and I see you. And actually, you say, well, you see with your eyes. No, you don't. You see with your mind. The eyes just transmit signals back into your mind. Your mind is where you see stuff. <clears throat> now, the senses... God did not create your senses for the walk of faith. 
<clears throat> you know why God gave you senses? Well, some of you don't know. <laughs> he gave you senses for you to be able to contact the sense or natural world. <clears throat> because you do have a body. Don't you? Yeah, anybody that doesn't have a body is not here. <laughs> no, you, you've got a body. you got a body, and we live in this natural world, so you, you've got to learn to, to do things in this natural world. You've got to reach out and grab the doorknob and turn it, because if you don't grab the doorknob and turn it, you're going to just run right flat into the wall there <clears throat> or into the door. The door is not opening itself. Now, I know they do in the grocery stores and, all, you know, those stores. They got those automatic things. <clears throat> but your regular doors just have knobs. And so you have to reach out with your hand. Don't stand there and pray in tongues. Don't fast and pray and say, oh, God, oh, God, should I open the door? Lord, I need a word from you. I'll open no. That's what you have senses for. If you're going to walk out over here <clears throat> after service, and you have some really weird desire to go over to McDonald's to get something. <laughs> Notice I say it has to be a weird desire. <clears throat> I'm not fond of McDonald's. If you want to go get something from McDonald's, go ahead. Not right now. We're not done. <laughs> careful. I have to be careful what I say sometimes. <laughs> Somebody jets out the door and comes back in 10 minutes with a coffee. Well, brother. Okay. No. But if you're going to go to McDonald's afterwards and walk across the street, you better believe your senses about what is coming down Portland Road. This is a main highway. And cars and trucks and semis and everything, they fly down this road, and they're doing pretty good speed on this road, in case you haven't noticed. And if you say, I don't need senses, I'm just going to do what I do. And you just t go trucking out there, and the light's green for them, and it's dark, and you're wearing, you know, dark whatever. <clears throat> you're going to end up like a bug on the grill <clears throat> right on the front of one of those rigs, and you're not going to be feeling too special. You better use your senses for the natural world. Is it smooth? Is it rough? Do I like the color? Do I not like the color? Aren't you glad that this is not all army green in here tonight? <laughs> Aren't you glad that we just didn't buy 50 gallons of army green paint and paint everything? <laughs> color around here. That's good. That's good. But you got to use your senses for that. That's what they're for. But when it comes to the realm of the spirit, when it comes to walking by faith, your senses have nothing to do with walking by faith. And it's amazing how many Christians will say, but I don't feel anything. What does your feeling have to do with faith? Well, I can't see anything. It doesn't look like anything's happening. What am I going to do? <laughs> That's walking by sight, not walking by faith. See, we're going to get into all that. We are out of time, but I recommend that you go back and listen to this session over and over until it comes alive on the inside of your heart. 
Then begin to walk it out in your life. Remember that 1 John 5, 4 tells us that we can have victory over the situations of life and it's going to be by using our faith. This is Apostle Paul DeYoung saying I'll see you in our next session of the School of Faith.